0: Hey, this is Russell, and I'm pretty sure I have one of the greatest jobs in the world. I work at the video store, the one that's just down the road from you that you can go to once a week whenever it's movie night. Why I love this job so much is that when the store is quiet, I get to watch movies and series all day long and talk about them with my friends that work here. But occasionally, some interesting people pop in to visit, and that's exactly what happened today. A good friend of mine, Fleurus Grunewald, popped in. He's a buddy who... I've just known over the years who has always been such an avid film watcher, a film critic. He's put out a bunch of stuff over the years. And so it was perfect that he has something to do with the video store, as you'll see. So we want to have him come in as often as possible and we talk about a a whole range of things. But he is also uh, an editor and a filmmaker in his own right. He actually even shot a music video in the Bioscope once, uh, which was very cool to work with him on that. So so yeah it's a great great excited and and fun chat which i yeah just loved and hope to have him back soon. So this is Floris popping in to rent something.
1: Did you see that thing yesterday on the TV? How's it? Good.
0: Hi. Nice to see you. Yeah. Nice <laughs> to be here. We, we've been talking about ever since I wanted to start the video store, I've wanted you involved in some capacity. <laughs> and so this is you walking in as a guest, but by the end of this, I'm going to try and see whether I can offer you a job working here as a co-host, but we'll get there <laughs> step yeah, by step.
1: Yeah. I've I've... As a teenager, I've always wanted to work
0: in a video store. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. Pr- pretty pretty excited. It's 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 one of those cool jobs. Like yeah. you get to watch stuff all day. I know a few people that that did it and it's amazing hearing the stories. Mm. They would they would um the stuff that they would want to watch, they they took off the shelf and we're like, "Oh, sorry, it's yeah. being rented." <laughs> Meanwhile, like, it's because they wanted to watch it. And then like, remember those like crazy debts? like some people would rack up like a huge amount that they would be owed and then and then you could squash the, like a lot of them were allowed to squash the debts for certain things and certain okay. reasons and, Okay. but remember like you kind of lived with like oh my god i've got to take it back by 12 o'clock yeah yeah um like, um and then there's a in a moment when you realize like later on in your life where you're like it's fine <laughs> it doesn't have to be back tomorrow yeah, but as long as I get it back soon. Yeah, no, it's
1: it's 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 definitely. I think also I was when video stores still existed and still was still a thing. I was of an age where there's a thing and there's a penalty and you get it there by the time. Yeah, and sometimes like I would be seriously stressed about it. Yeah, but
0: did you ever know because it, it was obviously more in America the, the original version of Netflix. Do you know what the original version of Netflix when was? When they when they mailed DVDs. Yeah. So you had a list. Do you, do you remember how this worked? So so I, I I'm vaguely
1: aware of it. I think mostly from from the back page of like a movie magazine from the USA that yeah. you get some some sense of what yeah. this is now. So a friend
0: of mine explained it to me, and as a South African, all our cynicism of how these things could work like triggered me because I was yeah. like, you get given a DVD. <laughs> yeah. That you could probably just keep. She's like, yeah, you could keep it, but you would never be able to get the next one. Yeah. So, so, so the idea is that you had a list, and that list uh, was something you always kind of looked at the order. You, you figured out the order of these movies, and you would get sent the first one. And you could have it for as long as you wanted. And the package that came in made it easy for you to put it back in, and you ripped something off and folded something over, and then it got sent back. And only when you sent back that film did you get the next one. Mm, mm. So it wasn't about time or I, I need it by Friday. You just got the one to the next, to the next, to the next, and you just kept going. So one of my favorite that things... That was the original Netflix. And, and one of my favorite things about
1: that is that they, they... Now Netflix is something completely different, but they kept the list Yeah. as a, as a concept. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I often find with, with, uh, with streaming... Um, the the paradox of choice becomes a problem. If if there's too many options, I don't know what to pick. And and in in some way, I feel like I wish the list still worked like that,
0: where you can only watch the next thing on your list. Well, this is what I've spoken to people about. We tolerated so many more shit movies from the video store because we weren't all the way there. You paid good money, <laughs> yeah. you drove all the way back, there was nothing else now at like 10 o'clock on a Friday night to watch. Yeah. So you had to put up with it. Yeah. And you also like, a party, you also probably told yourself like, okay, this could be, uh, this is good, give it a go, keep going, keep yeah. going. Where now like, we could have a masterclass offering and just be like, Meh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
1: yeah. skip it and go I to mean, something else. I, I I still have a hard time not finishing a movie. Yeah. I still, I still feel like I, I started it. I gotta give it a go. Okay. I gotta get to the end. Uh, it uh, has to be really bad for me to switch it off.
0: Well, that's good because I find myself more often than not abandoning, and I wish I didn't. Mm. I wish I could kind of. But I've mean, never really had ADHD or anything. But no. I, it's just I, I, I don't know. Yeah, as you said, there's too much. Yeah. What yeah. What have you been um, consuming recently? Um. Uh, What's your setup? What do you What do you have? T- Everything Netflix,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I thought you meant physical setup. No, no, no. Which is which is TV. Yeah, I, I don't like <laughs> just watching on a laptop or yeah, a phone yeah, yeah, or yeah. anything. Yeah. I need a. Yeah, I need to do it properly. Like if it's not a big screen. Yeah, it needs to be a big screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got at the moment things come and go. Okay. At the moment, I've got Netflix and Showmax. Uh, well, piggybacking a uh, Showmax. Mm-hmm. Um. And. Prime video and yeah. movie.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Mubi movie I always feel like because it's like essentially art films. Yeah. I don't want to watch one every day. But like, like you it has it has limited appeal.
0: How do you watch it as an app on your smart TV? Yeah. Okay, I must yeah. check whether that I've got because that's the one that's the one I'm missing. I've ah, I've yeah. between between what I came to this relationship with, with my current girlfriend, and all the her stuff. Um, we, we, we have everything Except oh. for Mubi So oh. Mubi, spelled M-U-B-I Put up its hand a while ago And said we're going to be the art house Streaming I, yeah, service and We're going to be the more indie, the more obscure The more niche and, and when I first discovered it They had a very
1: like interesting, unique thing That I liked because of that whole paradox of choice Things where It was a very curated Selection but it's there's a new movie added every day and one removed every day. And what? so there's That is what
0: happens. That, that's
1: how it used to work. Oh. There used to be a selection of 30 movies, like a month's worth, and every day a new one comes and the, lo- the oldest one drops off.
0: Oh. So
1: there's this ever changing That's interesting. Uh, thing and essentially there's a daily recommendation of this is our new one, this is our front yeah. page one. Now they've added a bunch of stuff. There's no, like a lot of old stuff. Okay. Uh, so so it's that Plus a library.
0: Okay. 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 So you got movie and Netflix. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And and Prime. And Prime. Showmax. Are you doing the Are you doing the Rings of Power? Uh,
1: I did. Yes. Okay. Yes. Are you into uh, it? I I enjoyed it. Are, are
0: you one of those people that can quote the law of, of Middle Earth? No. No.
1: I'm 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 really into the movies.
0: Okay. Like I, I
1: yeah. the the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. I really liked. Uh, I was a little disappointed by the Hobbit ones. Yeah. But part of that is I really liked The Hobbit book. Okay. And that's the only of the books I've read. Yes. Like, I've tried Lord of the Rings when they came out, <laughs> and, no. and and, and <laughs> I don't have the same commitment thing to yeah, a book yeah, yeah. that I have to a movie. It's very different, yeah. yeah.
0: Sort of chapters about history of kings, like, Yeah. <laughs> I we... Yeah. yeah. No, yeah.
1: I, I when the first movie came out, watched it, oh, this is something cool, and I tried reading the book, and... But at the same time, like it's also I think important to mention I was about twelve at the time. Yeah. Maybe a little young for the
0: book. For the book, yeah. Uh,
1: and abandoned it after a while. And then when the third movie came out, or just before the third movie came out, I'm like maybe I should try again. But like mm. skip to the third book. Yeah. And because because of how those books works as well, the the third book starts in the middle somewhere. Oh, it does it. I it's, I don't. know the it's, books. it's 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 essentially one book that's just split into three parts because of. Because of publishing costs and, and paper shortages oh, and things, okay. so so it's not it doesn't have a, like a clear beginning. Okay. of the third oh, yeah, one. Yeah, I think
0: most people most people see the book as a big fat book.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so so I start the book and it's Gandalf and Pippin on a horse for three days <laughs> and this goes on for five <laughs> pages and I was like so very soon I was like no okay no, no this is not cool. working for me I'll just wait for the movie.
0: Okay, lovely. Um, okay, so what have you been watching at the moment that you've been so, enjoying? Okay,
1: so the latest thing I watched, which I actually finished last night, is The Watcher. Okay. Which is on Netflix.
0: Okay, yeah. No, me and me, myself and Les, um saw the trailer for it and we both went, ooh, it looks a bit scary. Yeah. <laughs> and we were yeah. both like, we don't want to watch that. <laughs> but it's, but it's, but I, I think it's actually, a uh, because
1: I'm also, like, I'm not super into, like, horror or... Now,
0: hold on. <laughs> to say that you're not into horror is ridiculous. I have been wa- I have been privy to your Instagram for the last month, where you literally count down Halloween. How could okay, you? so, so how could you not be into horror? So that's
1: the thing. I'm not. I'm not super into horror movies. <laughs> I'm super into Halloween.
0: Okay, but you listed thirty. Horror movies that one has to watch. Yeah, and you, and you put one out every day. Yeah, yeah. You it's, listed it's, them in your as your sort of imaginary film club. Yeah, which I thought was a lovely idea.
1: So it's 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 a weird thing. I started last last year. Yeah, and I mean for some reason I start these projects. No, which
0: it's for you it's awesome.
1: But but by the end of it I'm like, why did I do
0: this? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is, that's this a little bit just. It's almost like the short straw album those meddling kids. We were like, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna release a song a month and a music video, and then like. Seven releases in, we're like, why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah, and but but
1: now you're into it, you can't. And does you can't anyone turn else around care? Now, does anyone else care, or is it just us? Yeah, no, I, I, th- I think it's a very similar feeling. <laughs> um, but but I stuck through. Uh, That's good. And and it's also like, but also when I do something like that, it's it's a mix of like horror movies, horror movies, yeah, and like horror comedies, yeah, yeah. And, it's a nice mix. And yeah. it it it, okay. it it varies a bit. I'm way more into horror comedy. Yeah, kind of thing like yeah, yeah. like uh, an Evil Dead or yeah, yeah, those kind of things. Okay, um, so
0: The Watcher, yeah. You so,
1: so I I don't think I don't think it's that scary. It it okay. it,
0: it has a uh, it's more psychological thriller than it is.
1: Yeah, and and I think it's scary because there's an element of this could happen to you. Well. It
0: it was a true story.
1: Yeah, so that that's that's also the weird part about it is I watched it and I'm like, this is some like far-fetched stuff going on. Yeah, this yeah. Is so essentially it's it's people moving into a house and then they receive these weird, threatening letters in the mailbox and yeah. things just start unraveling and the neighbors are weird and, and, and yeah. the letters essentially imply they're being watched. Okay. By someone called the watcher. Okay. Um and, and the, the, there's yeah, there's definitely an element of, of this could happen to you. Yeah. You could just, like, move into a house and someone doesn't like it. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, there's some, like, slightly far-fetched elements and the story goes wild. And, like, halfway through the series, I Googled it to to find out how many episodes there are. Yeah. And then I saw a thing that says is based on a true story and I was like, what?
0: Yeah, crazy.
1: But so last night I finished it, and this morning I read an article about how true to the okay. true story it was, and the, the, there's some the, license. There's yeah, there's there's a lot of like elaboration or, or okay. expansion. But
0: the, the whole thing is out and it's and it's just one contained thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, that's that's nice.
1: So it, it also, I. I'm way more a fan of, like, contained stories.
0: Mm, Yeah. I generally prefer
1: movies to series. And also, these days, like, these limited series. It's, like, ten episodes or whatever, and they're selling one story, and it's got an ending.
0: Yeah. It's key. It's key. And it's key to me. Like, there's a lot of great TV shows that people will tell me. And I'm like, I don't know whether I have the emotional capacity to handle this and especially if it's ongoing like it's one thing if someone said like yeah okay it's time to get into Breaking Bad I'd be like okay yeah I think I can do this but like I would struggle to go like I don't want to give so much of my time to something that could that could become shit by season four or cancelled or cancelled that's 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 also like
1: another part of where we are at the moment I think with the content that's out there is people like like Netflix produce so many shows and a lot of them get cancelled yeah so
0: and you don't want to invest too much. Where y- yeah. limited series makes total sense. Also, just from an actual storytelling, that no one's going to start thumb sucking or no one's going to have to start, yeah, pulling something out of the hat. It's it's been worked out. So
1: so the watcher on that note is the the true story on which it's based. The the threatening person was never found. Oh shit! So it's it's an unsolved story, okay. which means. Though the series has an end, it doesn't give you all the answers you want, okay. which is a weird feeling yeah. at the end of a show. And there's some element of like the final scenes kind of feel like they can do another season if they okay. want to. They can. Okay.
0: They've left. They've left it open. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's still, I, th- I think it was a was a nice watch and not not that scary. But but that sort of. I mean, the the thing is, I think one of the scariest things out there. Is not monsters and whatever, but home invasion and yeah. and
0: and and like yeah. p- invasion of privacy, With the stuff that's real, yeah. And the psych, the psychology of horror is is always what's interesting. And the scariest ones, as you said, is the ones that are that that have that have found some, yeah, they 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 found some truth or they found some. How do I put it? So, like, someone explained this so well. I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street, which totally holds up. Mm-hmm. The Freddy Krueger, you know, Johnny Depp in his, one of his first <laughs> starring yeah, roles yeah. in his, like, silly little uh, football top. I mean, it was, Did you yeah. notice it? But you can see, like, his, his, his stomach. It's such a weird T-shirt. Yeah, to I mean, but I... I why, why that was scary, and she explained it to me. She was also a filmmaker. She's like, don't forget that your bed is a safe spot. Like, the monsters are under the bed, or the monsters are in the cupboard, Mm. and you, as a little kid, and this idea of, like, if you were afraid, you would run to your bed and hide under the covers. Now, if the bed is what's evil and sucking you in, you know, like how Johnny Depp gets sucked Mm. into the Mm. bed, like, all of a sudden, your safe space is no longer safe. Yeah. And, and whether you are aware of it or not, some part of your subconscious knows this and that's why you freaked out. Yeah. You might not know why, but it's because your safe space was now invaded. So something like a home yeah. should be your fortress. It should be where you're safe and the monsters should be outside. But if, if someone's watching you, yeah, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, and, and, and I mean, the, the, the setup of the story is also this family that moves, uh, like I don't understand the geography of New York that well. But yeah. they move out of the city to this house in New Jersey. Yeah. So so it's also this we're moving to the safer, nicer place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And oh no, it's not. It's not yeah. what we thought it was.
0: Yeah, New Jersey's close by and it's obviously more suburban, but you can a lot of people commute from New Jersey into mm. New York City itself. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um The new Star Wars show. Okay. Is okay. I
1: mean, uh that's that's definitely one of the things that I Andor. Yes. Okay. Yes, that I go every week, and, and on launch day I need to watch it. I love it. Um, and and that that I think was. Uh, have you seen it at all? No, no, no. Um,
0: but this is this is Cassian Andor.
1: Yeah, Cassian Andor, which is uh, played by Diego Luna, yeah, which yeah. is one of the lead characters in Rogue One, yes. the the first sort of big spin-off movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a sort of backstory to that. So okay, b- so it's a ba- it's a
0: backstory to him. So it's pre Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pre New Hope. Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's pre of a pre of a pre. Um yeah. but it's 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 I find it so nice because it's it's this spy thriller kind of yeah. genre. It's very different to the other Star Wars shows and the movies. Um, and and uh, apart from it just being a nice show by yeah. itself, yeah. it also I think it it, it Pushes the world of Star Wars into a slightly new direction and just proves that that's doable. Yeah. That's within this world you can shoot off and do nice, interesting spin offs that doesn't have to feel like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they don't all have to be the same. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because in terms of the movie, the movies, yes, different stories, different characters, but they're all basically the same kind of yeah. story. Yeah. And I think this, this proves that, hey, we can do.
0: Yeah, I watched a little bit of Mandalorian i must say i haven't bitten off the too much from the star wars cookie Mm. so to speak but i watched a little bit of mandalorian it was also like that was also an exercise in being like a western it was it was an exercise in pretty in good landscape in sort of the slickness of the shot and it was very slow and quiet and long and and it was that was that was cool to see because a lot of Star Wars, as you said, its formula was perhaps more exciting mm. moment, mm. fight, 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 you know. And then also, I mean, the the original Star Wars films
1: uh, has these sort of roots in different things like there are some elements of the like the obvious ones are like the flash gordon kind of Mm. early sci-fi adventures and then there's also there's some spaghetti western in the mix yeah and some samurai movie in Mm. the mix Mm. and and but it got diluted into this this is what star wars is and now with shows like the mandalorian they go like well what if
0: we really embrace this western side of it yeah and yeah yeah do that okay so you're liking Andor? that's cool Oh Diego Luna, What else has he been
1: in? I, I, I really love Diego Luna, though. Mm. just like he's, he's, I, I'm, I'm in general,' I'm not, I'm not usually like a fan of an actor. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm more maybe fan of directors than okay. actors, but there's a handful that I'm like, "If they're in it, I want to watch it." And
0: Diego's definitely one of them. Okay. Um, over on Disney Plus, I started watching reboot. I I Which is I, interesting. I saw the like the
1: banner of it. Yeah, and and I think you might like it. I I I can't wait to try.
0: It's, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a little silly. It's a, it's a comedy. It's not trying to be anything. It's not trying to take itself too seriously, but it's a nice sort of look behind the curtain on how a, a TV show gets made. Mm. Um, it's a nice conversation around how TV shows once were. It's the same as okay. comedy, like okay. mm. you know. With every year that goes by, it gets more sophisticated, in a good way. I think characters are better represented, more rounded. Yeah, Um, yeah. The jokes and humor grows. Humour gets smarter and smarter, so it's quite cool to see a reboot of an old show, with them trying to reboot it now, and and one can sort of see the okay. difference. Like, yeah, um, yeah, it's I, a little bit like the movie uh, Senior Year, the Rebel Wilson movie where she was oh, in the coma. Yeah. All of a sudden, you realise like how ridiculous the naughties were. Mm, mm. You know, in terms of like what we were watching, how we were dressing, what we thought was who was cool, who wasn't cool. I mean, it comes up all the time. Same with um, Twenty Two Jump Street, Twenty One Jump Street, yeah, and Twenty Two yeah. Jump Street where you can see, like, how how ridiculous it could be from one generation to another. Mm. I see um, Eighth Grade is coming back to... Yeah, you wanted, you wanted to chat about it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean... Um, it, it's It was somewhere. It was either on Showmax or Netflix, and then it disappeared. Because after I saw it, I was like, everybody needs to see this, especially young girls, especially, like, parents. Yeah. Yeah. especially parents probably more parents than the girls be, be, or the kids but but it's Bo Burnham yeah so I mean um
1: uh, I, I don't know why I was initially like attracted to it but I, I saw it when it came out of cinema yeah and and I have a real soft spot for like coming of age
0: kind of yeah. stories
1: and and I mean that's hands down exactly what this is
0: so so yeah we've got a little thing where we say the back of the box which is sort of what the description of the the thing would be if you took it off the shelf at a video store and the back of the box on on the movie eighth grade is it's is it's this slice of life movie about this girl going from middle school into high school or high school like she's got she's she's at a particular age she's in the eighth grade yeah but it's done really super uh, it's just done so well where <laughs> you so i watched it um in lockdown so I think all my senses and everything is quite <laughs> heightened. But you, you, you never thought a pool party could be as traumatizing. Yeah. Until you are at a point in this movie where you've been watching the world through the eyes of this young girl who's trying to survive in, in this kind of TikTok era. And she's now going to attend a pool party. And she's now going to walk from the bathroom where she's gotten into her costume out into the pool, and you are traumatized with her. Yeah, and you're like, "How the fuck did this happen?" And you, because you are now in her head. They've done it so well. But mm, mm. do you know the director? Do you know who Bob Burnham yeah. is? Yeah, he's a ridiculous comedian. And it's,
1: uh, that's, that's that's I mean something I also really like about he's like it a, is
0: he's a ridiculous ridiculous comedian, like a stand up. Yeah comedian but and super smart Yeah, but ridiculous but yeah. super smart like sings songs and it, and it goes from sharp lighting cue to the next. Did you watch his thing that he did in, in lockdown? I started and okay. I did weird. It's so weird but it's fucking incredible. So Bo Burnham, this comedian um, took uh, his chance in lockdown to make a special in a room in his house with lights um, instruments um, and, and it just cuts from like one thing to the next, to him going crazy, him growing a beard, him losing his mind. Mm. Um then it could turn into another song. Like there's one song about uh white woman, white woman Instagram, which is all about how mm. the confidence mm. of a white woman's Instagram. There's a great song about um Jeffrey Bezos. Oh, Bezos, okay. we say Bezos, but in the song it's Jeffrey Bezos. And he's like, congratulations, you won. <laughs> 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 no, so I mean... Uh, so, okay, so it's so great that you wanted to talk about 8th grade because I saw that it's coming yeah. back to Showmax. It's in the On the was 14th the, of November. On the 14th of November. You know the dates. That's lovely. Um, every, every, every mom should see it, especially like a relatively young mom, like a mom that's got a, a kid of that age. Because it will remind you exactly what they are going through. Yeah, so I mean I I, th- what I think a kid today is going through th- and it'll put you back in that place and you'll immediately empathize with like I-, I watched that movie and all I wanted to do was go over to my sister's house and just give my niece a hug and be yeah. like I'm so sorry yeah. you have to go through what you have to go through. <laughs> yeah, no and it's it's
1: it's 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 uh it's not like there's an earthquake at the end or whatever. It's very real life. Yes. And it's it's just her kinda a little too desperately wanting to fit in and wanting to be yeah. cool and not knowing how to navigate that, which yeah. I I kinda hope I'm right in saying everyone felt like
0: that everyone, at some point. Everyone, bro. There's no question about it. Um and, and the movie just does such a brilliant job of of putting you in
1: her shoes. Yeah. Uh, no, as but, I said but at the same a time party
0: has never been more yeah. traumatic
1: and and at the same time you you see her dad who's also just like trying to <laughs> help her. Yeah. Get through the stuff, yeah. Yeah. and and is struggling, and and yeah. at the same time, I think simultaneously, you can see her point of view, and you can see his point of view, Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Oh, he was it's, a single
0: dad, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. And it's, I mean, it's a really sweet and really nice, and really one of those movies
0: where I want to recommend that to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that should be no. crucial. Yeah, mandatory watching. Yeah. Um, I felt the same after coming out of Woman King. I was like, ah, yeah, I was like every every young girl needs to see this especially every young girl living in Africa
1: yeah so uh, i m- maybe it's a little cynical of me but but i felt like maybe part of why that movie got made was because of black panther sure and and black panther did this great thing of 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 celebrating africanness
0: on 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 a huge level like yeah. that's the most important thing is that yeah. african Pride and and those kinds of things get celebrated all the time but like on this huge scale is yeah. is is what makes and, those movies special
1: and I, d- I don't know if Woman King would have gotten made if it weren't for Black Panther sure but regardless of the backstory yeah. like I agree that this is another celebration of woman womanhood and Africanness
0: and yeah and and all of that and and it's just yeah the the everything everything came together the, the it was the right time right place and it also couldn't have been done yeah a few years ago where Mm, where mm. a lot of the representation birthing pains you know were making mistakes and doing things wrong or just kind of a little bit of tokenism to sort of just check boxes and 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 audiences are smart and and now you know this is just done so well
1: yeah i mean i think that's the most important part of it is it's not just about representation or not doing whatever it for the
0: sake of doing it but it's a great story with great performances and, and yeah. great action scenes yeah the, the main little girls well not she's not little but i mean she was the younger yeah. one in the movie she's south african yeah so it's like it's huge yeah Tuso Tuso and Beda. fucking amazing she was so good yeah. So
1: good. Yeah. No, I I feel like you're a step ahead of me, cause cause that's a name we should know and remember and watch out for.
0: Yeah. Well, I've tried to commit it to memory because I I I'm like this chick's onto something, mm. and I also immediately was like. I wonder where she is in her life at this point after being in this movie cuz wouldn't it be amazing if she was you know someone who could be on the show and I'm like oh gosh she's got like a million followers like she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's out there yeah. she's out there in the world a, a, a boy can dream that maybe one day but um it's just so cool to see that that kind of actor just just shine yeah yeah and, and keep going was was but was 8th grade the one that you wanted to particularly wanted to talk about No, no. Because okay, th- you were like, there's one thing I want to talk
1: about. Yeah, no, the the big thing I was like, I can't leave here without talking about, it. and I hope this was, hasn't been mentioned on the it show It doesn't matter previously. if it has, yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Is the, the Rehearsal.
0: The Rehearsal?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a series that's currently on Showmax. Okay, uh, I don't know
0: anything about it. That's why
1: I need to talk about oh, it. It's shit. like, for some reason, it's this, like, under-the-radar... It's just gone unnoticed kind of thing. Um, but it is made by and starring Nathan Fielder, who previously made a show called Nathan For You.
0: I've heard of that.
1: Okay, so... so
0: <laughs> I've heard of it. But what I'm else has good, he been in?
1: Yeah, yeah, not much. Okay. Um, he's kind of like, uh, I think he... He's British a, or American? American. Okay. Like a comedian kind of thing. I think okay. he started in like stand-up or whatever. And then okay. he made this show. But the main thing he's known for is, is Nathan For You.
0: Which people have spoken about it,
1: yeah, and it's this it's 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 one of those documentary comedy shows where you can never tell how much of it is real, oh made to sort of be like a documentary thing.
0: like Parks and Rec in the
1: office and no, uh, more like more convincing, okay um but okay, but but, cool. but it's essentially so
0: so it's, it's Wait, that's Nathan for you, yeah, okay, yeah, so right.
1: Na- Nathan for you is this uh, a couple of years old, and there was a like three seasons maybe or something. Okay and it's it's the show where he is a and that's the thing. I don't know if he's playing a role or this is really him, yeah. but he is this he got an MBA or something and he goes to businesses and gives them advice Uh-oh. on how to like improve or do things differently and it's always ridiculous advice. Okay. So the 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 first episode got some like media attention and and meme attention. Mm. Because he went to this coffee shop that wasn't doing that well, like an indie coffee shop, and they weren't doing that well because how do you compete with Starbucks? Yeah. And his answer was, you brand your store as Starbucks yeah. using, using a little loophole called parody law. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of just doing Starbucks, you are paradizing Starbucks. So they made the outside of the store a big logo that says Dumb Starbucks. Okay. And then it's a parody, but people come in there thinking, oh, Starbucks, because it's got the colors and whatever. And, and yeah, just like the most ridiculous idea.
0: Okay. All right, so it feels real, almost like it's a jackass or a... A Sasha Baron Cohen sort yeah. of type stint. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think closer to those kind okay, of things. Is
0: Nathan for you on anything? I I don't think so.
1: Okay. I, not that I know. Okay, of.
0: but the new thing
1: is. So so yeah, that that's basically who this guy is, and you can okay. never tell if he's
0: like, okay. act. He's also a little like socially awkward and weird, yeah, yeah. and, and okay. whether that's an actor or okay. not. Who knows? Most likely, most likely, it's it's him being an actor, like. The way yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen is being a, a character. Yeah. And yeah. then
1: then some of these people he interacts with, like the business owners, they just go along with these ideas and then you do question like, are they also in on it? Or okay. are they just going with it? Who knows? Okay. But anyway, so that's Nathan for you. Now, this new show from the same guy is called The Rehearsal. Okay, And what he does there is he finds people who has problems, who has like some confrontation they want to do or something. Uh, and he rehearses the confrontation with them. Oh, I've
0: heard I think so they, someone's
1: mentioned this. So they so they know every conceivable option of like what might happen okay. when they like have so this So it's almost like a psychologist
0: helping someone. Yeah, but but there's also an element
1: of of um it, it's tricky territory to talk about, but but it it maybe feels like it's going on to like some Autism spectrum kay. kind of thing where, okay. where like maybe your thought processes are like if we can have every conceivable prepare for every conceivable outcome, yeah, then we'll be fully prepared to do that, which yeah. is obviously an impossible thing yeah. to an impossible way to navigate life. Yes. But this is who he is, so he's helping these people and he's okay. using this method. And but where Nathan for you was like separate episodes, every episode there's a person. This one kind of builds. Okay. And he starts with one person who wants to... And is it
0: just set in the room where they're doing this? Are they rehearsing it? How? So, yeah, so that's part of it is, is
1: the, the whole show starts with he arrives at this guy's apartment and he makes a little joke about the architecture and whatever. And then at the end of the conversation, he's like, oh, you've got this confrontation you want to do. Well, this is how we're going to do it. See, the way I was so smooth today is because we built an exact replica of your flat as a set on a okay. studio and got an actor to play you. And I have rehearsed to this conversation hundreds of times.
0: Oh, wow. And okay. then he does
1: the same thing with his people. So this guy wants to confront his friend or like come out with some truth. Yeah. To his friend who he does quiz nights with. So they yeah. build a replica of the bar that they always go for quiz nights I'm on wild. and get actors to play other people and to play the barman <laughs> and whatever and like fully commit to this rehearsal which which also makes me think a bit of one of my favorite movies synectic new york
0: interesting
1: where there's also this so in synectic new york this this guy has the thing where he wants to control like it's it's a control thing and he wants mm. to but he's a playwright and he wants to put a play but it's never perfect so he uh, was the actor again in
0: there philip Hoffman. philip C. Hoffman. and it just man. gets bigger and bigger and bigger and like this synectic new york, new york is one of those movies that the whole world, or well, anyone who looked at it, either as a movie poster or on the DVD shelf, was like, "I have no idea how to pronounce the name of this movie." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, synedok
1: synedokt. When it came out, I I found out via the internet how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, you,
0: you you took an extra. But it was bit it, it was also
1: it. it was it was back in 2010 when going to the cinema still means you had to talk to someone.
0: Oh, to buy and, a ticket. And
1: I went to the place going, like, can I have a ticket for Key New York, please? And they were like, what?
0: Like, that movie. Yeah, and I'm
1: like, it's it's showing. You should it's at least who, vaguely who, know who the made New Who made that one. again? Charlie Kaufman.
0: Oh, he did he write it? Yeah,
1: it's... it's. Who he, directed it? He did both. That's, he did both? That's his debut as writer-director. Okay. And then ah. previously he wrote yeah, adaptation Charlie, Charlie and Kaufman's was being John Malkovich being John Malkovich and eternal sunshine of the spotless By and, yeah. and those kind of things and and it's it's uh, kind of in a similar vein. he
0: he he yeah at a point was considered one of the most sort of uh, exciting celebrated writers yeah. of hollywood yeah. but in a in a very cool sort of pre-hipster way yeah yeah, um, yeah. i
1: mean the, the, uh, it uh, early 2000s was yeah. his heyday i think but yeah. i mean the, these are things.
0: some of the most Obscure movies Being John Milkovich I mean It's ridiculous Yeah I mean this guy Finds a portal Into the brain Of John Milkovich And they want to Go and live inside his body And like It's, it's bizarre Yeah and, and Eternal so- Sunshine's lovely I think that's the perfect balance Of everything mm, mm. Obscure and weird And of course Michelle Gondry The director Was perfect for that Yeah um, Adaptation It's tough But it's It's genius Yeah yeah. Where he as a writer was having to a- a- adapt a book, struggled and then ended up writing a screenplay about him as the as Charlie Kaufman adapting the book. Yeah. It's 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 <laughs> it's, it's pretentious, but it's lovely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's no, so it's, good. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. great. Adaptation, yeah, it was on my definitely on my list and being John Malkovich, but being John Malkovich is a, is a it's tough. It's dark. It's 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 not it's not an easy watch. Yeah. So I mean, he's okay, he's, but I've, I completely yeah. missed Synectity. So he that's, did a, that's a, a Synec- is the name of a town.
1: Yeah, it, it's like a play on a, on the a name of a town in New York. I think it is the name, but but Synecdoche, Synecdoche. which is the title, is a figure of speech, which you use either. Either you say the part of the thing to represent the whole thing, or you say the whole thing to represent a part. For example, when you refer to your car as your wheels, okay, that's synecdoche. Okay, the 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 that's the term. The the, the yeah, figure of speech or, or the, yeah, the of, yeah of doing that. And and that also figures into the movie where he makes this huge play to represent the entirety of life, kind of thing. Okay,
0: all right. Um, Con- yeah convoluted yeah
1: okay. uh but that yeah that was that was a complete tangent just to say that the rehearsal kind of reminded me of that movie a bit okay
0: <laughs> um
1: but then then the rehearsal keeps going like it, it instead of being like a bunch of individual episodes it it builds okay because there's these this short-term story about him helping this guy and building the replica of the bar but then he also meets this woman who wants to wants to marry someday and have a kid and wonders what that might be like. So then he sets up the simulation and he ha- gets this house and to in- and he gets an actor to be her husband and he gets kids to be her kids. Yeah. But then because of the labor laws, the kids have to sw- be switched out. So there's this guy that comes out I- by a ladder into the bedroom window and gets the one kid and puts in another kid or puts oh. in a dummy during night hours or stuff like that. It gets really crazy. And it goes on. Yeah, and then then there's it it evolves into a completely different kind of show, which which I think is the real genius of it.
0: W- what is it on? It's on Showmax. It's on Showmax right now. Yeah, in rehearsal. Yeah, okay.
1: and it I mean it 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 be it evolves into this thing also of uh, questioning morality, questioning okay. of like what is going on and yeah. is this going too far and and you, and at the same time it it kind of. It involves the viewer in a fun way, okay. Because it's like, oh, we're having fun. It's silly. It's fun. And then, at a certain point, you go, oh, but is it okay that I've been laughing at this? Yeah. Like, because these are real people. Yeah. Like, is this, is this, yeah. some level of abuse, and am I
0: culpable? Complicit-, complicit in it? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, but you, you can, you can see how a streaming platform might not necessarily bury a show like this, but probably not promote it. Yeah. Because they might struggle because they don't really know what to do with it. Yeah, it's, and then it's let it find a tricky its, one to market. And let it find its audience and then if it does really well, then they push it. Yeah. Like you're seeing people all the time promoting a show on podcasts and on, you know, late night and all of that. But more in the podcast where they're like, I mean, more in podcasts, they can go into more detail, but... It's usually these streaming things where they say, like, they they didn't hear anything until it's like, okay, now it's a hit. Now go out. Now go yeah, out and yeah, promote it.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah As opposed to that traditional formula where they were trying to put so much money into the pre-marketing. Mm, mm. Now these things go out and then they're like, oh, this is doing well. Okay, let's get the people out.
1: Yeah. So uh, on, on a certain level, that, that show also reminds me of the movie Funny Games. By Michael Hanukkah. Hanukkah. yeah. Yeah. Which also has as a bit of a thing of like it gets to a point where it goes like I think the characters literally turn to the camera and like address the audience kinda like, Yo, you're enjoying this, right?
0: We're being violent, we're being cruel, but isn't this what you signed up for? Yeah. The 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 first original language one is Hanukkah, right? Uh, both. He, oh, he did both. Yeah, ten years later, he remade his own movie as an American one. Uh, I didn't know that he did it. That's interesting. And it's it's pretty like shot for shot.
1: It's it's a very close remake.
0: Yeah, and the remake had Naomi Watts in it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The back of the box is um, it's basically all set over the course of one night, as these guys come into this house and sort of slowly terrorize this lady. They sort of have golf. Balls and yeah so, balls. so it's it's but they, the,
1: there's there's a family like a lady and husband and kid i think
0: yeah it's
1: been a while since i watched it.
0: yeah but it's one of those weird slow burn psychological where they they come in for some reason and then they stay and then they overstay their welcome then before it, yeah well, before you know it it turns into a full-on kidnapping it's the same as um did you see Windfall? no on netflix with uh forgetting sarah marshall the big guy what's his name Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yes. And um, he also all said over the course of sort of one night as he the story builds where he goes in to take something and then it turns and then it becomes a kidnapping. Then it becomes a this, then it becomes a hostage thing. And mm. but mm. it plays out those oh, those movies. Oh wait, I did see that. Mm, yeah. Those movies play out almost like a stage play because they're in yeah. they're in this one location. It's just three or four actors, there's nothing much like they could have banged that out, you know, as a film set probably over the course of like a few days.
1: Yeah, so so that's so it's is, very indie And and it's also these days, that is what I call a a lockdown movie. Yeah. Because it was very likely made during lockdown where you have limited you, you Yeah. It's you're limited in how many people can be in a room and interact with Interesting. each other. Yeah, it
0: was most likely that. And that's probably how those actors all got sold in it. Yeah. Where it was like, Okay, well this is this is going to be an easy enough thing to do safe enough thing to do yeah let's do it it's like the one job that's paying you now yeah yeah <laughs> your, your other big things are on hold yeah, so let, let's everything do this else one is, everything else is literally locked down okay was there anything else that you wanted to chat about um not, not really um we are gonna watch uh Wakanda forever soon you should come with us my do a little, uh, do a little um, video store um, sort of get together, yeah. Which is something right. I'd love to. Obviously, we, we're presenting these films at the bioscope every now and again. We're going to pick an interesting movie and in as the video store present it. But um, something I'd love to build a culture of out of the video store is people organizing some film meetups, yeah, and yeah. being like, we're going to watch this movie. We're going to be at that place. We'll be in row seven. Let's go. Yeah. And you can obviously come if you want, but yeah, the the plan is to go watch it next weekend.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm
0: done. I'm excited because you're like me. You're like, give me two hours, I'll, I'll watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, you know what I mean. Like, I think <laughs> that's it's hilarious. That's, like my dad, give him t- give him a few hours. Like he'll do anything to play golf. Yeah, that's that's. And he'll tolerate one or two movies a year. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Give me a free afternoon. I'll go. I'll go bunk and watch a movie, and then I'll. I I'm warming up to golf, but for a long time <laughs> I like would tolerate a couple of games a year and it was usually with him.
1: Yeah. No, that's uh cinema is currently my go-to solution for load shedding.
0: Yeah. No, P- and powers out for 2 hours. Yeah. I, I know where I'm going to be. And Cole, who is my uh, my movie going buddy, um pre-pandemic we would go all the time and then in the pandemic, we were housemates, which mm. was lovely, and we you'd you'd love you'd appreciate this. There was there was weeks in 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 the pandemic where we'd, where we'd be like, this week is Noir week, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we'd we'd watch like what was that early black and white Stanley Kubrick, um, mm. uh, the Killing or the the Kills or something to do with Killing. Um, And he hadn't seen Maltese Falcon and like, you know, so we did like a noir week and then there was one week of South Korean movies where we did the memories of murder and like Mm, mm. all those cool stuff. Yeah. It was so lovely. And then, um, yeah, recently um, we've been able to obviously do stuff through the video store, but then, yeah, recently he's like, especially when the lockdown, I mean, when the load shedding got really bad, Mm. he's like, i just can't sit here and do nothing like i can only read by candlelight for so long yeah um he's like let's go watch a movie i'm like i'm in
1: (laughs) yeah no it's never never hard argument to
0: to win that but there's a few moments when obviously in the bigger cinemas and the bigger shopping centers there's got to be this moment before the generators kick in but Mm. at least they've made a plan which is great yeah all right so what are you excited to watch Wakanda kind of forever.
1: Yeah, Wakanda kind of forever, definitely.
0: And um, I think it's the only of those movies I'm I'm excited to actually watch. I'm 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 am I've crossed the hill, yeah, so to speak, same. on Marvel, and I've crossed the hill on on the superhero stuff. Like I, I'm not that interested anymore.
1: Yeah, I I but but I do think that they are also realizing and are feeling it, and that that the the genre needs some refreshment and needs some
0: or or just to like something not, or just to not really exist for a while yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it maybe just needs to disappear for a bit yeah
1: no but I mean there, there there's definitely an an element of sameness to it yeah which which I'm also a little a little over
0: yeah uh, bros looks interesting yeah um, yeah I'm, I'm I don't know when that's coming.
1: I'm uh I'm pretty down for anything Judd Apatow does. Yeah. Uh have you watched Triangle of Sadness? No, I'm very keen to.
0: It looks so cool.
1: Yeah, I know almost nothing about it, yeah. but but I, it, it's 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 pretty much top of the list at the moment. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm quite keen to go see that. All right, magic. Yeah, and then uh, other things that are coming out that I am excited for is on Netflix, there's Wednesday, the oh, Adams yeah. Family spinoff. Mm, the which, TV
0: show surrounding her.
1: Yeah, which based on what it is and Tim Burton being behind it, it could be great, but it could <laughs> not be. Catherine
0: I, Zeta-Jones is the mom, hey? I think so. Mm. Uh, that could
1: be cool. And, yeah. and then there's a documentary called Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z. Coming out on Netflix is g- g- also in November, made by Jonah Hill. Okay, about his therapist and okay. a bit of a, an insight into the therapy relationship and and process and because
0: he's gotten complicated. Yeah, he's gotten very thoughtful and quite reflective on his own career. Yeah, and I on mean, his he, own mental health and his own struggle with eating and his body dysmorphia or yeah. whatever he's going through and he's been he's been quite vocal about that okay so that could be very interesting that's yeah. obvious, is that the name do you think that's the name of his therapist yeah
1: Studge. yeah it, it's the guy's surname I think but it's also I think I think therapists are often kind of bound to privacy and yeah. not talking about things and whatever yeah, so, so I think this is a really interesting insight and someone who's willing to to show what it's like
0: yeah, I didn't even know that w- that was a thing. So that's cool, uh, that's
1: coming up. And then the other big thing that I'm excited for is only coming out on the 23rd of December is Glass Onion, which oh. is the follow-up to Knives Out.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's very cool. Oh, it's still Ryan Johnson.
1: Yeah, Ryan Johnson. Um, and I mean, it's an ensemble movie, but it's only Daniel Craig. Who's the detective. Yeah.
0: It's cool. It's so, It's so nice to see... A new franchise come out or yeah. a new universe being yeah. created because we so often just see old ones being milked to death. Or yeah,
1: I mean, I'm 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 way more excited for this than I am for the Kenneth Branagh Agatha Christie movies.
0: Uh, what is his next one?
1: Uh, I don't know. The, like l- the last one was Death on the Nile, and yeah. they, they are making a third one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not super hyped. I ca- well, I ca- I'll, I'll go watch it,
0: but yeah, I called death on the Now. I like, I, I, I kind of cracked it. I was no. quite proud of myself. I was like, I know how it. Ah, that yeah. was right. Yeah. I, was like, I
1: didn't, yeah. I didn't get it completely, but there was one, there was one clue that I'm like, oh, oh, this, yeah, yeah. this is, this is where what leads to.
0: Yeah, the but the um, a murder on the Orient space, I was like, I know there's like a thing. There's mm. a thing about this. It's not obvious. And it's not just like, it's not like Who Done It. Oh, it's that one. Yeah. There was something bigger to it, and then that was cool. Yeah. Was so nice so
1: so before watching Murder on, on the Orient Express, the one thing I knew about it was what the twist is.
0: Oh, uh, oh, that's a pity. Yeah. Okay. But it's I mean it's still yeah fun. yeah yeah it's th- they're very pretty movies. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. Okay. No. So Glass Onion is is it is this is a th- is another one in the Knives Out. Knives Out is definitely worth a watch. It's great.
1: Yeah, and and also what I find fascinating is is so Knives Out definitely has some some like roots or inspiration from Agatha Christie kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, detective, who done it? I, I, you know. I know what, what Ryan Johnson described it as, who wrote and directed it. Is is it's a an Agatha Agatha Christie style murder mystery kind of story, and then the middle of it turns into a Hitchcock thriller. Uh, and then no. it goes back to like solving the yeah. murder mystery. Have character. you seen
0: Brick? Yes. Which is his first sort of a re- early work. It's complicated. It's pretentious. Yeah. But it's so good. It's such a filmmaker's so, film.
1: That is one that for some reason I've never gone into. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. I rewatched it. And list. I really want to like yeah, it. But yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, but here's the thing that's the way it is consumed it's, yes. it's 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 a difficult film
1: yeah so like I, I watched it and then a couple of years later I was like I, I really want to like yeah. it so I'll try it again and it still didn't stick and now I, I'm i still feeling like I want to give it another shot <laughs> I, yeah. I really want to like this
0: yeah, yeah no, I know what you're saying <laughs> All right, magic, man. Well, that's good that you can tell us what's coming up because I, I must say I often don't know what's what's on the horizon. Yeah, it, but it also,
1: for me, it it, it goes up and down with... with there's times that I, I've got a little list
0: of what I'm excited for and then times that I'm behind. Yeah, sure, sure. Lovely, man. Well, thank you. Let's get you back. So As I said, I've always wanted you to be a part of this because just from following you on social media, I'm like, this guy... <laughs> <laughs> this guy has to be a part of the video store in yeah. some shape or form. So let's have you keep coming back, and whenever you can, yeah. and and uh, yeah, it was great to chat to you.
1: No, I'm I'm, I'm down. Just like just like in my teenage years, uh, always excited to come hang at the video store.
0: Lovely. <laughs> All right, that was me and Flores having a fat chat. Um, there isn't anything uh, to necessarily discuss now or, or have a fact check on we we dedicate this part of the show to uh writing the wrongs and balancing all the things that we say um but obviously the one thing to mention is that some of the stuff that we spoke about has already come to netflix already come to Showmax because um we mentioned the release date in the episode but yeah, share the love. We are thevideostore.co.za and on that link, you will see our link to the Facebook page, our link to our Instagram page and we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to, uh, to hear what we could be chatting more about or if you've got opinions on some of the stuff we'd said, we'd love to hear from you. Cool. Uh, so we will see you again next week. Chills.